just uh, going to lube up my lips before we start talking. <laughs> mm, I'm looking at my really hairy knees. Oh, the hairy knees. I've got hairy knees. Mate, I mine am. are really bad. I might send you a picture of mine. I never shave my knees. I find it really tricky to shave my knees. What? All rat? What? What are you, 12? <laughs> I know, they're just complicated. There's too many angles. I'm like, fuck this. Just let them be hairy. It's fine. No one if I did that, I swear to God, it would literally look like the end of a man's chin. <laughs> it's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hi, Laura. Hello. That sounded really creepy. Hello. <laughs> your hellos always do. Mine are like too enthusiastic and then yours are just always a bit suspicious. Am, am I melancholy? Melancholy <laughs> with a side note of stalker. <laughs> how do you sound like a stalker well i don't know but i think i'm managing it. <laughs> it you know it's like that deep dirty i might be touching my penis while doing it but i don't have a penis so rest assured i'm not touching my vagina either or steve's penis or steve's penis no steve's penis is upstairs it's definitely not that big to slope <laughs> down the stairs through a door and round where i am like a big snake yeah um how are you I'm all right. You know what? I have, I don't know about you in London, but me down in Portsmouth with my donkey, I am being bitten to shit by mosquitoes. Oh my God, yes. The last time we spoke, I had five bites in my face from a mosquito. <laughs> I can't help but laugh at that. Yeah, but on my fucking face. It's so insulting. Yeah, I fucking yeah. hate the little cunts. They're horrible. They are vile. Horrible things. Horrible things. I just hate flies. Any insect that flies. I've already said got... flies are on my punch list. Oh, they are on your punch list. Mosquitoes are up there too. They're cousins or something though, right? They've got to be definitely... They're definitely related linked in some description of being complete irritating cunts yeah <laughs> they're cousins <laughs> they're cousin removed <laughs> on her dad's side <laughs> um i mean not that this has anything to do with our theme for this week no, uh, in any way shape or form could, could be maybe someone tried to have sex with a mosquito and it went horribly yeah. wrong and they ended up in a and e could have could have could yeah. have happened so what is our theme for this week laura uh it is embarrassing hospital admissions or a and e stories oh i can't fucking Conf- wait well, for this. It, it, let, let's let's redo this because i think this sounds better confessions of an a and e room <laughs> <laughs> that's not great either is it confessions just call it i like i like the first one yeah um and we are going to have on a very special guest very shortly who we're both very fucking excited about it is shannon from shannon's kitchen australia um that's her instagram handle that's her instagram handle hope you've all gone and checked her out because we've chatted about her last week and we've been putting stuff on our instagram stories about her uh she's a ledge she is a ledge she's amazing and she has the luscious australian accent yeah and such beautiful hair Oh, she is just beautiful. She is really, really beautiful. beautiful. I like her. Um, I like we, her a lot. We've got to try really hard not to go into our Today, shit mate. Australian accent. Yeah, because I will. I, I am that twat. Whoever <laughs> I'm around, I will mould myself to them. It must be, I think that must be like a Freudian psychological thing that humans or do. Psychotic. It is, it's called, uh, <laughs> or psychotic. It's called mirroring. I mirror you, everyone. You use it when you get your flirt game on as well. With who? A man? I don't mirror a man. 
I, I, I am out of space. I do not mirror a man. That's because you can't flirt, babe. True. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mirror women all the time. Hand gestures sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the wank. Yeah, I watch way too much porn. I just find myself, and it will be a certain person. I'm like, my brain will go, I like you. I'm going to take a little piece of you, put it in my pocket for later, and then I'm going to practice it until I've mastered it. Is that successful? No, never. <laughs> never. Maybe this is where the stalker vibe, we've come back around to yeah. that now, haven't we? Inhaling nothing to do with confessions. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but before we get into that convo, and we're going to share some stories as well of just funny shit that's happened to people that have landed them in A&E, we're going to oh. just um, have a little fact party. Fact da, party. Da, da, it's a fact party about willies. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go into the facts. Okay, so according to escort agency ecstasy.co.uk, hmm. more and well, wait, this is insane. More than okay, so more than 24 million people visited A and E in 2018, and over 3.5 million of these visits were for an intimate injury caused by sexual activity. Three point what, sorry? 3.5 million out of 24 million. Shut the front door. Yeah, going oh. into A&E with something either stuck up their ass, probably, because that's a big sex or injury. Impaled, or, or impaled. Or impaled, or, have, I don't know, torn off their foreskin, snapped the banjo string, yeah. let's say. Or um, some, something really sexually deranged that's gone wrong, like cutting off a penis. That's happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So the most common injuries included popped blood vessels and a broken oh. fractured penis fucking where would you blood, pop vessels? blood vessel i don't in know a vagina or in a penis in your i don't know it wouldn't even occur to me that that would happen and if it did i wouldn't be Bum. going to a and e would you well i guess the thing is if you're for a girl to bleed from a vag is nothing unusual but for a boy to bleed from his pistol is quite scary or bumhole. hole yeah. and it, i mean a blood vessel i don't know is it a trick or is it a gush <laughs> I don't know. uh <laughs> Do you want to know what 49 of some of the worst injuries were? Yeah. I won't tell you all of them. I'm just going to pick a few of them because some of them are fucking hilarious. Oh um, okay. <laughs> Try to make a mould of their genitals with putty, which is now stuck on their skin. Oh my God. Why are you making a mould of it? What are you going to do with it? Well, maybe it could be a birthday present, but I'm telling you now, Steve wouldn't want mine. It's literally no. like, it's like, you know, that thing out of Alien, which I've referred to it as before, that gra- that just jumps out of nowhere and grabs onto the face. It's like, that's like the Predator, isn't it? Yeah, yeah or, the, or the Predator. Either one of those is exactly what my clunge looks like when it's flaps open. You could turn it into a little purse. You could. Got snapshot. <laughs> um, okay, this one just made me really laugh. Spray painting and got paint on foreskin causing pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's two options here either you're just you're, you're making a nice mural for a Absolutely. primary school perhaps <laughs> while naked pr- because that's exactly what you would do <laughs> you know standard naked. protocol little bit of splashback um gets on your foreskin and it hurts okay i can totally understand that or are you using your penis to do the painting with so like spraying the spray paint on your penis and then making like one of those images where you fold the paper and then you fold it back out on it and it makes a beautiful butterfly sort of thing or maybe hands and knees and windmilling and yes that, that, that would make quite a that could that work splatter effect wouldn't it 
So it becomes a literal paintbrush. Yeah. A penis brush. A penis you, brush. If yeah. you would. Um, spilled boiling hot peas on genitals. Why peas? <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's so descriptive that it's peas. It's specific. Not baby peas. Not sweet corn. It's peas. Maybe because they're pesky little buggers and when no. you drain them, they can just, I don't know, jump out of the pan onto you. But they're mm. only tiny. Sure. And why haven't you got trousers on? Are you cooking naked? Are you the guy that got a potato stuck up his ass? Quite, Can we quite just possibly. also pick up on the fact that these are all heavily centred around male genitalia because the female won't have burnt her fanny on the boiling hot peas? Mate, you say that and I've got a story for you oh. about a woman that went into a that will possibly scar you for the rest of your life but i will save that for later and right now let's concentrate on the facts or Roll we... it at me i want another fact so i'll do one more so this is one more of the uh can we do a tune admissions. for your facts i feel yeah. like we should do a tune I'll, yeah i definitely need to come up with something so in bed rolled over on a toothpick Tough a toothpick hack. uh which lacerated his penis I mean, what? That sounds no, no, so no. suspicious. Was he, was he, but he must have been erect at the time to get that kind of angle on the toothpick inside the penis. I, I will not abide that. There's no. absolutely no way that Rob would be allowed to have a toothpick in the bed. One of my pet hates, other than him just generally breathing and existing and eating and all that stuff, is when he flosses his teeth in front of me. Wow. Does Steve do that to you? No. I'm going to tell Rob that because I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> do you know what's disrespectful is when I lay in the bath and the toilet is right next to the fucking bath, which is where my head is, Steve comes in and does a massive piss. Yeah. Now Rob that's does really that too. disrespectful. Gross. It's like, hello, I've got my bloody, you know, Tibetan <laughs> gongs going off here. <laughs> I've got a lavender infused bath with Epsom salts and you're pissing on my head, you fucking bastard. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the dental floss thing... <laughs> I love a Tibetan gong, I do. I love it. <laughs> it, it. It helps me to zone out, but not when it's like, doink, yeah, not that. That's not so good. And then he also does this, yeah, like get your fucking prostrate sorted, mate. A wee is not supposed to sound like you're sending a Morse code message to the underworld. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> Um, maybe they are trying to send a message of help yeah maybe <laughs> please my wife is so mean <laughs> she won't let me eat an apple <laughs> <laughs> or a mole of light <laughs> okay i've got one more for you because this is absolutely hilarious fell off the toilet fell onto a mouse trap trap closed on private <laughs> that is I, no but, do you know what i would have loved to have been the fly on the wall as he saw i'm gonna say he saw the mousetrap and went mm. and then held it and then looked at it and then looked at his penis and then contemplated it and then thought yeah yeah go. i'm gonna give that a go i'm gonna go to the toilet first <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um vic i kind of feel like maybe it's about time we introduced our very special super exciting awesome guest i think you're right so let's do it here's our chat with shannon from Shannon's Kitchen Australia. She's actually in Australia <laughs> right you. now. She is in <laughs> Australia right now. Hello, 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 Shannon. G'day, how are you? So good, how are you? I am so fucking excited to be here. We are rocking so with excitement for days. Oof, so have we been. Uh, let's just, just point out the time zone. 
because <laughs> that's what British people like to do. Uh, yeah. Shannon, what time is it there? It is precisely 6.48 in the morning. Fucking 6.48. That is commitment to this podcast to get up and record with us, lags. Um, yeah. And over in, here in the UK, it is now, I don't know, 2010 or something. Um, okay, if we're going to be precise, it's 9.48. Okay. Don't um, make me look like an asshole over here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to bring my breakfast wine forward from 10 a.m. to 6 a.m. So oh, yeah. Holy shit. Amazing. Yeah, um, so, Shannon, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your, what's your vibe, babes? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you very Give much, Victoria. Well, g'day. I'm Shannon. Uh, I'm an expert in fucking nothing, but I am an author of a few books. I'm a former nurse, as you've said. I'm a stay-at-home mum. I am a reformed good girl and I've got a joyous Instagram account where I pretty much just talk shit and make a complete tool of myself on the regular. Yeah, mate. I fucking love your Instagram. You fit it's, in perfectly. Um, one of the few Instagram accounts that I will seek out regularly to just check up what's going on and to get my little dose of hilarity. Vic and I have also <laughs> said that you are incredible incredibly gorgeous well i don't put the ugly photos on instagram for god's sake <laughs> is that where i've been going wrong yeah i think so exactly babe. What I, do. <laughs> I think i look like i'm 90 percent teeth <laughs> no you don't <laughs> i feel like i'm like that whenever my mum's the same if we take a picture together it's just like fucking put the gnashes away all you can see is just the teeth that's it when i'm in the family photo people say oh who's that gorgeous palomino quarter horse in the middle <laughs> <laughs> so should we crack on with the word association game Yes, let's do it. Okay, so this is um, something that me and Laura have already done earlier on in the podcast um, today. And we came up with all of uh, one hour, 36 minutes ago. Yeah, Um, so we're going to hit you with some words and we just want to know what comes to mind. My first word for you is bedpan. Fecal matter. I liked the conviction with which you said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the profession of it. Fecal it was, matter. I'd be like, shit, so... you're fecal matter. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Catheter. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, They're actually, yeah. you know, the urethra, the hole that you insert the catheter in is relatively tiny. And so it's, you know, it's not usually taken very well. I've never had one. Or I'm getting on a plane. I'm coming over there. Yeah, yeah you, you you can do it. it. I had one because I had a cesarean, so I was I've been friends with the catheter bag. Had yeah. a very nice handbag. I carted around for a couple oh, of days. Oh, nice, lovely handbag. <laughs> Move over, Prada. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to do? Do you have to like massage it a bit? Hard. That's a bit unprofessional, Vic. <laughs> massage. With some lube. With, are you Vince talking very A little bit of quick stimulation here. <laughs> You no. just there's a few nooks and crannies down there, so you've just really got to be, you know, you got to pay attention to detail. Is That's it terrible so that I've never looked for my 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 wee wee hole? All right, hit pause. Go get a hand mirror. Head into I've, the bathroom. I don't need to pause, sweetheart. <laughs> I can do it now. <laughs> Look, get on Zoom. Get on Zoom, and Shannon will find it for you. Put the video on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to do any like really gruesome? situations you know like a face and you have to put a needle in it I don't know why that weirdly kind of makes me excited I've had to dress a a facial wound that was really icky like it was really pussy and gross um they'll never forget that but most of my memories are my encounters with other people's bodily fluids like I've had my leg urinated on twice I've had liquid poo splattered on my face and I've cupped a man's very moist swollen balls Uh, (laughs) oh do that and um, once a month after date night. 
Um, but were they swollen, Vic? Oh yeah, always. Always. Were swollen. they the size of grapefruits? Oh no, oh, absolutely Lord. not. Jesus Christ, what, what was wrong with happened? them? I don't actually remember, but he was a very old man, and he came in with swelling to the crutchal region and he, he, couldn't, he couldn't get his own pants down. So I was crouched down helping him get his pants down and the balls on it, I cannot, like I, his pants dropped and it was probably the most unprofessional moment of my whole career because I saw them and I just said, holy shit. And he was like, yeah, aren't they the biggest balls you've ever seen? And I'm like, bloody oath. They were like two grapefruits hanging from, from his pelvis. It was oh, outrageous. What and was they wrong all, with them? Well, they would, I don't know. They, it was unknown oedema. So he just, they were so swollen that they had fluid seeping through the skin. Oh my God. So, I had, so I had to take him and get them ultrasounded. And they were like, can you, you know, can you just move the uh, left testy to the right, please, Shannon? <laughs> Tell you what, I was fucking happy to have gloves on. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, like in those kind of scenarios where obviously you've just met this guy and then you've come face to bollock with him, and then you're manhandling his grapefruits. What? What's the small talk around that? What kind of chat do you? Oh, do you, you just have the most. You just have the most random conversations about weather and politics. You just move on because people are quite vulnerable. Do you feel like they're more like you know what? I'm just going to give it to you both barrels. I'm telling you everything in my life. You can't judge me for whatever it is I'm about to throw at you. <laughs> Not definitely. You definitely, you definitely have a sense of intimacy with patients because they, as you said, like they're just so vulnerable. Um, and most of the time, it's just really lovely because they really let you in and and you just you care about them so much and I think they see that and you end up getting treated like family it's I really love it it's it's a beautiful job yeah even well, if you get shit on your face while also managing to hold down another incredibly successful career with everything you do with regards to your books and you know I mean you have uh, many feathers to your is it hat or bow uh strings to your bow or right, feathers in your hat you've got great strings and great feathers your feathers are the best feathers I've ever seen Shannon oh well thank you for commenting on my feathers I really appreciate that you're you. welcome same about your teeth though <laughs> <laughs> so do I get to tell you an an, an A&E story oh absolutely oh my yeah. god are you kidding me yeah all right, well, look, I've got a few to choose from and I don't know which one to lead with. So how about we do like a choose your own adventure type thing? Would you rather hear about a broken penis, a very large sweet potato or a vag of steel? <laughs> How'd you even choose? Um, I, I maybe, because I'm a bit hungry, I was like, oh, sweet potato. That sounds nice. Maybe so maybe just go with my gut. I mean, we'll, we'll hopefully get to hear all of them, but we'll start with potato. Yeah. Yeah, let's okay, well, potato. I'm about potato. to ruin sweet potato for you, oh. Victoria, so you may regret your choice. Okay, so an elderly gentleman arrived at his local hospital and he had severe abdominal pain, probably due to the fact that he had a very large sweet potato lodged in his rectum. So it was quite a ways up. They found that out by x-ray and they asked him, you know, how it had happened. And he's like, oh, I was out uh, pottering in my vegetable garden and uh, I uh, tripped on a sweet pea tendril and, uh, oh, well, I had a very unfortunate landing, anus first, on a sweet potato. But when the medical, so they were attending medical staff, they noticed there were zero observable holes in his trousers or his undergarments. But they kind of wanted to believe him anyway because he was like this dignified elderly man. And they were like, you know, maybe he changed his pants before he came into hospital. So anyway, they respectfully went about the extraction process 
when unfortunately for this patient, a gaping hole emerged in his story because the sweet potato was withdrawn, fully peeled. <laughs> oh no! It's like his, he could have then gone, oh, I don't know, my bum must have peeled it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he was fibbing and he didn't fall, or maybe he neglected to mention that it was a genetically modified varietal, <laughs> or, or maybe he already had a vegetable peeler stuck up there. <laughs> it's so it's how theories. unbelievable the excuses that that's always my favourite part of the bum stories, the stuff yeah. up bum stories. So, do, do have you? Is that for yours? Is that your experience, or is that for what someone's told you? That's not my experience. That's someone once told me, but it is, it does happen more often yeah. than you would think. And like they, it's always a fall. It's very, very rare occurrence that someone will just admit that they were having a fiddle with their anus. That's what I was going to say. How often do people just admit, do they just go, look, I'm sorry. I was, I got carried away with the carrot. It would be far less than 10%. Wow. <laughs> and the carrots too. The, it's interesting that you say carrots because that's one that happens, you know, pretty frequently. And they always say, oh, you know, they're gardening or cooking and they tripped and landed anus first on the carrot. But they're always inserted pointy end first. Yeah. So if it was in the vegetable garden, Is they're either in fucking the lying. Yeah. <laughs> or are they living like at the magic faraway tree in the land of upside down? <laughs> what happens to all of the objects that are extracted from the anuses? Where do they go? Sometimes people ask to take them home. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they do. This isn't my story either. This is from one of my readers. But a guy had a whole bunch of um, decorative soaps up his asshole, and he asked to take them home because his wife counted them. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think what? it was his first rodeo. Oh my god! Who would want to keep those bars of soap? He did. I know. (laughs) That's like proper Kathy Bates from Misery, isn't it, Nigel? There are only nine soaps here, and there's normally eleven. Where are they? (laughs) Proper sinister. And that's the other thing I was going to say to you is, if someone comes into A and E and they have something up their ass, how often does it end up being like a surgical procedure, or is it a quick? Oh, it's all right. Don't worry, mate. I'll get that for you. It sort of depends how far up it's gone because like, it, once it goes in a certain amount, it kind of gets swallowed. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And it goes past those internal sphincters. So they often have to just go to surgery and like, go to theater and get sedated, which sort of allows their, you know, butthole to relax enough that you right. can get in there wrist deep and pull it out. Oh. Um, you, you can go wrist deep in a, in a human bum. Have you not watched porn? Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly missing that, out. But I feel like that takes a lot of training. But then I suppose if people are Bum putting fucking decorative soaps up their ass, then they've done yeah. a bit of training. So Yeah, if, if you're, pulling, if you're retrieving right. a butternut pumpkin, I think the wrist will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be all right. You know what? That is such a good point. <laughs> like, <laughs> the hand and, and wrist is really nothing in comparison. I did have um, <laughs> someone sent something in and said a couple were having sex and then something happened and she couldn't get off him. And they had to go to the ambulance, in the ambulance, while she was still on top of him, you know, with him attached inside her and go into A&E like that. And something had happened to her vagina, like it had swollen up or something, but his penis wouldn't leave it. That's what? like a dog mate. Like, mate yes, when a dog mates and they do the weird corkscrew, Willie. Maybe he had one of those. I've heard about that of people having sex in water, but I was also 16 when I heard that, so it could have been made up, and I've just believed it ever since. Which is like, <laughs> I've, uh, I've, never liked, I've never liked having sex in water. 
No. There's too much friction. You think it would be silky smooth, but it's not. It's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it takes like, away the good moisture and just replaces it with whatever filthy water you're fucking yeah, in. Yeah, defo. It's like going down a slide with your bare bum. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> where it's just stick, 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 stick. And it's like... <laughs> and it takes off eight layers of your epidermis. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want sex water. Uh, speaking much. of vaginas and sex water, could you please tell us about the, the clunge of steel? Oh, yes, please. It would be my honour. So Thank this you. story comes from one of my legendary readers. Okay, so it was her very first time hooking up with a new chap. And he was, must have been out to make a fucking ripper first impression because he was performing oral sex. But somewhere along the way, he must have hit a spot that was a little bit too sensitive and her hips jerked up unexpectedly, kind of like a bucking bronco. And her pubic bone struck the poor guy right on the nose. But anyway, he took the hit like Mike Tyson. You know, he just kept fucking swinging, just kept, kept powering on, finished the job. But anyway, when he popped his little head back up, he had a trail of blood coming from his nostrils. And he had to go to hospital to have his septum realigned because she'd broken his nose. No, oh, no. oh my God. That is a vagina of steel. <laughs> Not only is that a vagina of steel, that is a tongue of Trojans because he clearly was so good. Hitting the sweet spot there. I yes, it. I know. <laughs> I asked her if they hooked up again. No, no, they did not. No, oh, oh God. I wouldn't have let a broken nose kill it if he was that good. Well, I'm not sure it was her that, that, that <laughs> no, caused it, yeah, to be honest. I think he had an issue been... with the fact he had to go for surgery because his nose was <laughs> annihilated from her vagina. <laughs> but in a bizarre twist of friggin' the universe, a few months later, um, her very good friend found a new roommate, like from some random website. And the new housemate had a really interesting story about how some chick had broken his nose. In bed. <laughs> so oh, she had to see him again. Is. I know, oh, she had to see him again. God, that's hideous. That's what are the so chances? Oh, have, you, have you ever broken any bones in, in copulation? I have not. No, have you ever I caused yourself not. any injury at all? I've not caused myself an injury, but I've caused someone else an injury. Um, I had a fellow go in absolutely fucking hammer and tong, and he must have fancied himself as having, I don't know, a bit better aim than he actually did because he was doing that, you know, that rambunctious move where they pull their dick right out and then jam it back in. Yeah. Um, anyway, in one of the thrusts, he hit an unyielding wall of flesh and uh, <laughs> did himself a mischief, and his dick wilted like a fucking daisy in the sun. <laughs> That's such a, like that whole thing of coming all the way out and then going back in aggressively. I don't like that. No. It's a bold move. It's a bold yeah, move. Uh, Shannon, please, can you also share the other, the bum story? Breaking, oh, no, no, yeah, you've dick. done bum. Yeah, it's the penis. It's the penis. We've bummed the penis. This apparently right. was one of the most common injuries, A&E injuries, was a broken stroke fractured penis, it said. Yeah, so I've seen it. I've seen it. So this is my story. So when I was a nurse in a busy Melbourne emergency department, one evening this man walks in and he's got a pretty significant limp and he's got an ice pack on his tallywhacker. So I showed him to a cubicle and I looked down at the triage nurse's notes and it said, suspected rupture of the penile suspensory ligament which is wow. pretty much a broken dick um <laughs> but i didn't really have to read the notes because the man wasted absolutely no fucking time getting his skin flued out and it was the first broken dick i'd ever seen and i was a little taken aback have you ever seen a broken dick no, no. what does it look like well it was like it was off to one side it was very flaccid like it had been 
just over honked by Ronald fucking McDonald. And it was a really <laughs> strange color. Now, like that doesn't sound like a very intimidating looking thing, but I felt like, I felt like the penis was looking right at me and it was, it was a really aggressive looking penis despite being severely incapacitated. It looked, it looked kind of like a bad guy tied up. Like, you know, like imagine Hannibal Lecter when he was tethered to that wheelie thing, whatever that was. That like, that was the sort of vibe I was getting off this penis. Anyway, I took the history and he's there with his partner and he explained that they were making love and he heard a, and he heard a pop sound. And then he just described in this ridiculous rambling detail what I will succinctly describe to you as sudden dick agony um, then he pulls out his mobile phone and goes here I'll show you <laughs> but I thought oh it's probably not a good idea to watch you know this patient's homemade porn so I declined but every medical professional who walked into his cubicle he tried to show them the video of how it happened and I really felt sorry for him because no one did no he had no takers no one watched it. Well, and no one was fucking, fucking watched it. But I regret not watching it. I regret you not watching that. I would have I loved know, to know what but, happened. What, but the thing was, is he was he like recording them having sex and then it happened? So he just so happened yeah. to like, like it just you know, so happened. you've been framed or <laughs> is it more like... You've been punked, except for your penis bust. is actually really broken. Congratulations. <laughs> or was he filming it afterwards or like just as it happened to go, oh shit, no. no. No, they were making they were making a little homemade video, and it happened during their you know outlandish love making. What What, I I did see like a freeze frame of you know like a a freeze frame of it, and yeah, uh, the the exact moment when it snaps. No, just because you know, like he was holding up the phone with the video ready to play. Oh, right, wow. You know, I got a bit of a vibe from it, and um, look, I didn't it didn't look like lovemaking to me that's how he described it it looked a little too intense for that and if it yeah. wasn't for the fact that there were two very naked humans on the screen i probably would have mistaken it for a rodeo that poor woman who's like can you f- just stop fucking showing everyone the fucking sex tape we said we'd keep our fucking secrets <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing they can do for a broken dick is there it's just go home and don't yeah, have sex what do they do? no he he went to surgery so he <gasps> had the um the ligament because he'd completely snapped the ligament so they you know rejoined it but apparently oh. the first thing he said when he woke up in recovery was do you want to see the video of how yeah, i was gonna did? say that, it that? <laughs> do you want to see the video <laughs> um so i i hate to say it but we're gonna have to wrap this up guys <laughs> I know. We don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> please, rather... please come back. I would. I would love to because I'd rather be shot in the face with a syringe full of Boris Johnson semen than leave this. <laughs> That's right saying now. something. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been so lovely having you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, and we'd so love fun. you to come back and share some more pussy yeah. whole stories. I've not even got through like even 1% of the questions that even I have for you, let alone anything else. So (laughs) I'll come back any old time. Well, until the next time, Shannon, thank you so much. And uh, we think you're pretty fucking epic. Oh, you guys are. Thank you. Well, what a fantastic chat that was with Shannon. I'm slightly concerned that she's after my spot on this podcast because uh, she mate, was so I think, funny. I think she's probably more after my spot because she was so funny. It was amazing. Uh, I absolutely love chatting to her. And the fact that she got up so fucking early for us as well, bless her. I know. She is what a diamond. 
absolute diamond. You've got to go and follow her. She's so funny, just in yeah. real life. And, and her Instagram is so entertaining. Yeah. And she's just all round lush and Australian. I love listening to her accent. Good eye, Mike. How, how hard was it for you to not slip into an Australian accent in that oh, conversation? You, you know, it was really tough. Because I oh, wanted to be like, I, I know. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do all of it. It's like, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Um... So how about we continue the conversation about A&E disasters with uh, some little stories of our, of our own? Yes, I'd love that. How do you feel about going first? Uh, okay then. So when I was a student nurse, a man came on the day ward with a massive tin of roses to give to all the nurses. We were smiling at him and we went, oh, thank you so much. He didn't speak much English, but he was smiling back at us and nodding. He took the tin of roses to the nurses station and opened it to find a giant stool sample. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I lost my heart. Can you imagine? Who shits into a tin of roses? I mean, roses are pretty shit anyway. They're like the poor man's quality street, aren't they? So I'm glad that he didn't respect the quality was it, street was by doing a, shit in that box. Was it a tubberware or was it the old school metal tin? Either way. How well, big was that shit? And at, where did he do? Did he sit on the sofa and then shit into it? Was he straddling? I mean, the mind boggles. Did he did he provide the little card in the box as well that tells you what each <laughs> the one is? The time and date, yeah. <laughs> oh, a bit of nougat. Mm, delicious. <laughs> I remember being sat in the doctor's surgery years ago and it was fucking round. And this guy walks in and he's waving around a Asda carrier bag, you know, like the ones that are quite see-through. Oh, no. Yeah, mate. And and he's like, well, someone just take it. And he was a much older gentleman. You could see the receptionists were like, I'm not fucking touching that. I'm not touching that. And they were like, oh, can you let us know what's in there? And he was like, it's, it's my shit. You've asked for a sample. Now here's my shit. You no, know, like, like whatever. It's <laughs> It was just in a carrier bag. It was a whole shit in a carrier bag. That's, I think that, that's probably, do you reckon that's easier than shitting into the roses tin? There's yeah. handles. You yeah, could, because you can you keep got, it you open. Can, you can kind of, you know, there's no opportunity for it to slip out of the sides with a carrier bag because you can get full ass cheek coverage, can't you? Have you ever tried to do a stool sample before? Uh, I had, Not as an adult. Um, I had incredibly severe salmonella as a child. Did um, you? Yeah, really bad. I was hospitalised and everything <gasps> after a, a cheeky bit of chicken in Portugal that oh um, sent the whole family... <laughs> to hell to shitty hell but not as an adult i've never had to do one as an adult as you oh mate i've had a really traumatic experience with it yeah because um my doctor's surgery lost the sample uh three times <laughs> I, I by the third time my personality had well and truly fucking gone i was like that's fucking so time. weird there's a poo thief at your surgery and then i ended up calling another doctor pretty much having a fucking breakdown and be like i don't want to shit into anything <laughs> <gasps> I'm shit into one of my bowls from my kitchen because you have to scoop it out. Yeah, what I'm was the most um, What was the most effective method for getting a stool sample? Just for all the listeners out there, lining the t- the obviously shitting into a bowl from your kitchen. It does work, but <laughs> it's also not ideal. What did you do with the bowl? I obviously put it back in the cupboard. Ah. <laughs> 
think I threw it out. Although there's no guarantee with me. I might just put a bit of bleach on it and shoved it back. Yeah, a bit of bleach. It kills yeah, all known germs exactly. to man. Do you reckon the person that was stealing your poo samples was actually fashioning them into pretend chocolates and putting them into a rosy selection box? Uh, I would. I can only dream. I can only dream. <laughs> but the thing, I hate to break it too big. It's actually a much smaller sample that gets taken. Like a really? tiny, imagine a tiny little Barbie Nugget. shovel. Tiny little Barbie shovel, and you just use the shovel and you just pick it up and then you put it in the tube and spin it round. So it would be a very deli- It would be a. It would be a chocolate for a Barbie doll. Okay. Well, really, that small? Do they provide you with the poo shovel? Yeah, you get the poo shovel inside the, the contaminated... There's nothing contaminated. In, the, you know, <laughs> Except the your shit. Thing. Except my <laughs> shit, yeah. The best thing I heard in my doctor's surgery um, was I was standing at the counter waiting. So I think I was registering Edith's. This old man came in, again, like a really doddery old man. He was like shuffled in. And he was talking to the nurse. And he was like... Oh, blah, 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 blah. She was like, sorry, I can't hear you. Would you speak up? <laughs> So I'm really sorry, sir. I can't hear. She went, my testicles are enlarged! Like that. <laughs> I could not... I had to leave my laughter. It was fucking brilliant. And then he like looked around and was like, oh, now the old bloody surgery's heard about me bloody massive testicles, haven't they? So it's just brilliant. No one else batted a fucking eyelid, by the way. That's London for you. A man is shouting out. Oh, I, I wouldn't be able to contain myself. That's yeah, why I'm I would just... never make it in the medical profession. Yeah, I can't fill out this form because I'm going to actually <laughs> piss myself. <immediately. laughs> um, oh, I love that story. Roses. For anyone who has ever handed a tin of roses, be aware. How would you like to hear another story? Obviously, it's a yes. Um, this is again not my story it's from one of our listeners uh, here we go who shall not be named who shall not be named I needed a wax so I booked myself into my usual lady admittedly it's a bit of a dodgy place but at £10 cheaper than a posh establishment I always end up going there she was using the hot wax so wiping it on and ripping the hair off when she suddenly stopped and started rifling through cupboards trying to find something while saying don't worry don't worry I was like, uh, what's going on? And then she gave me a mirror and said, look, it's only a small cut. The bleeding will stop soon. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? She had ripped my labia. <gasps> I mean, like a gaping How did she not feel that? Rip. I know. That's what I thought. But her labia was on a wax strip. Yeah, half of it. She kept saying, sorry, sorry, I'll get you a taxi to the hospital. And it was then that I realised a plaster wasn't going to suffice. So I just laughed, (laughs) took the tenor back and went off to A&E. I got to the desk and she asked me, what seems to be the problem? And I was like, well, I've had a waxing injury. And she looked at me and said, what? (laughs) I was like, "Uh well, my waxing lady has ripped my skin. She was defo trying not to laugh. Anyway, I was called through and the nurses were having a right old chuckle, then apologizing. And I was like, is it bad? Is it bad? So as I lay there while it smarted, in walked a doctor of about 60 years of age. He took one look at this and said, you're so lucky it's just a small tear. not full thickness tear or she would have needed stitches popped on a pad and said keep it clean and sent me home on getting home i had to tell my mum who who started crying with laughter then told my sister who then told her friends so everyone knew (laughs) (laughs) my torn labia two weeks with no sex though so that was a bonus (laughs) 
That's hideous. You know what, Vic? The other story that I was going to read out was about a waxing situation. Do you know what? I used to wax my bikini line. I'll go and have it waxed when I was in my 20s. And just the grow back was horrendous. It looked like acne minge, for one. But um, I, I did once have, well, it wasn't any growing hair. It was just more of like a weird spot on my vulva, on, like, on one of my lips. And I thought I had an STD and was like, oh my God. Just oh, left just it. Hair. It's fine. Yeah, it was just, a, just an ingrown hair. Just for so long, I just left it. It was like, I'm too scared. I, I don't want to know. But it got so massive. It was like the size of a marble and so painful. Like, I had to go to the clinic. So I went to there because I didn't go to GP. I just went, I was like straight to the sexy people. They know what they're doing. And the doctor burst it. Oh it my disgusting. God, that must have been so satisfying. Well, not really, because uh, I, know, like I was that. laid back with my legs in stirrups, fearing that I had gonorrhea and my vagina was going to fall out. So <laughs> I wouldn't say it was satisfying. No, I mean um, for the doctor, not you. Do you think that he, do you think the doctors get satisfaction out of that shit? Yes. Or do you don't think it's just routine for them, so it's just normal? I'm not being funny. There's got to be some perks of the job. <laughs> Popping your fanny spot was definitely up there, mate. Uh, Vic. Yes. Do you have another story for us? Well, of course I do. Woohoo! Okay, so I have seen some crazy shit in A and E. The possibly the most shocking was when a woman came in with a fish up her vagina, still alive oh. and and flapping. Had to cut its gills off to get it out and then kill it. what in god's name was she thinking at what point is a slimy disgusting stinking fish dead or alive how do you cut its gills off while it's still inserted mate i don't know is it face first there wasn't much detail it was just flapping about it can't have been face first it must have needed some type of moisture which would have been up the vag oh god it was a big fish as well apparently Sweet a big baby fish Jesus. that is the most i can't what like of all the things of all the obscure things that you would look at and go oh that would that would be excellent up my vagina a live fish is not one of them if that actually sounds like torture <laughs> hang on the the he did so slippery. They're yeah, so slippery. <laughs> like to 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 pick to pick up a to pick up a fish out of the water, it's going to be going yeah, because it, it, that's like me going on Mars and then just expecting to fucking breathe. You're not going to be able to. <laughs> to then be able to calm it enough down to shove it up your fucking hoof. <laughs> But how long would it stay alive? Was there enough? She's lucky that it didn't go up into her ovaries. I'm just saying. Oh, like Tara Masalata just coming out. Wait, of... And if it, if it was already hanging out, why didn't she just yank it? Or was it too far in? I think it was too far in. I think like Shit the fins had got a bit stuck and then she obviously... Thing is, you go against the grain of, the, of, of a fish and it feels rough, doesn't it? Oh yeah, the You scales, go one way, And then you go the other way. So it might have been like a, you know, a... Maybe that's an evolutionary... <laughs> to stop them going up vaginas. Exactly. Although you did say last week about the fish that gets... That, that... That's true. That one that goes up there, that was intentional. Maybe that's that what happened to, to her. There. Maybe she was in a lake one, you know, minding her own business. Uh, and... What, in the UK? <laughs> in the, <laughs> the fish just 
What is a cod? Pollock. <laughs> it's a big cod. Bass. Um, I mean, bass, seen, bass is huge, isn't it? Yeah, or like a fucking salmon. salmon. Those are huge. They're always trying to get upstream, aren't they, dirty Can, bastards? But how do you, you know, casually walk in with a whole fucking flipper hanging out of your vagina and go, oh, I don't know if it was a, anyone... I think it was an ambulance situation. I'd like to think so. That's like <laughs> the doorknob up the arsehole and having to have the whole fucking door removed, isn't 100%. it? 100%. But surely, I would have thought it would just suffocate in her minge cavern and then just die and she I'm... would just flop out. I'm surprised it stayed alive unless she was like so wet (laughs) i will put money i'll put money on the fact that she shoved him in face first oh so you think that would that would like allow him that would suffice to keep him alive because if he's got a little bit of water in his mouth already that's going to keep him going if she's seriously excited by it she could be gushing she could have even filled her vagina up with water i'm really thinking this through now as to how that poor fucking fish managed to stay alive there's a part of me that wants to meet her i want to sit her down i want to take her hands in my hands and i want to go sweetheart why what's happened what's happened in your life What, what happened my love what happened why why would your vagina require something so fucking big that its fins or its ass was hanging out could have been Babe. tuna oh no tuna's got sharp fins on it hasn't it yeah they're, they're quite aggressive looking those ones Take haven't they got one of those big long things at the front i don't know what you call it on a what do you call it on a fish it's not a nose what is it we clearly don't know enough about fish <laughs> um we need the funny fish lady to just call in and just give us some facts about fish um well i feel what a chat we've had I know. I'm gutted it's over, really. I'm just so thankful that I've never had to go to A&E with a sex stroke wank. Stroke wank? Stroke. There's so much from this episode. Yeah. Salmon. Very lovely. I mean, I keep categorising it as a salmon, but salmon's up vaginas. Oh, mate. That that is just... And shits in chocolates. That's going to live with me forever. Which one? the thought of the fish up the minge yeah that that's really bo- it's bothered me in a way that i never thought i'd be bothered by but i just can't seem to get out of my head like that that fish would have been ferociously flapping between her legs as she was wheeled into a and e oh no it, like you know that you know the uh plaque that you press the button and it it sings i just yeah it would be moving <laughs> like that wouldn't it <laughs> yeah except for there's no harmonious song coming out of that no, just, just silent. <laughs> that is what it'd be like. <laughs> what a okay. sick bitch, whoever she yeah. was. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I would say it to your face. Yeah, me too. There's, yeah. it's not there's, okay. a lot to, there's a lot to unpack there and there's not enough minutes in this fucking podcast. I mean, um, you know, there's fetish shaming, but then there's just putting a fish out of your vagina. That is just wrong. That's not. There's what shaming? Fetish. I actually thought you said feta, and I thought you were coming back to my cheese <laughs> issue. The fetish shaming. What is this? Shaming. You just shout at a piece of cheese. You shout at it. <laughs> yeah. You dirty beast. Shame it into submission. Your mother was a cow. Yeah. Well, it's more, you know, when a fetish involves the innocent life of a fish, that's taking the piss, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's not fair. Poor fucking fish. The RSPCA. Would have a bloody. I don't think RSPCA ever get involved with fish. Oh, why? RSPCA is is for birds. Yeah. Maybe we should start up a new one. RSF. F for Fanny. Fanny. Of FF. Fanny (laughs) Fish. For Fanny Fish. The Royal Society of Rescued Fanny Fish. (laughs) 
we already have one member we could rehome Although them. i hate i hate to say it i don't think that fish survived no did you reckon she ate you for dinner <laughs> someone did <laughs> anyway we need to stop we need to stop and we need to we okay. need to say that our goodbyes we need to round this up <gasps> oh so we need to go forth into the future so uh victoria until the next time my love which will be precisely one week from now can't wait already frothing at the clunge thinking about it we need to say rate and subscribe subscribe. um yes please keep doing that it means uh the bell to us and remember to uh keep sending us your stories 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 we love the stories we would not be us without you no we aren't we're we're nothing without you guys nothing and how can they get their stories to us laura well, they have two options. They have one option, which is to go onto our Instagram page, which is No Holds Barred Podcast, and they can DM them. Or what else can they do, Vic? You can email us at no, no holds barred podcast at gmail.com. And we shall read them and adorn your ears with them. Adorn. Uh, Love that. Next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess all that's left to say is. See you next Tuesday. Ta-ra, ta-ra, till Tuesday. Ta-ra. Bye.